This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York. Rocket Mortgage has found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS, is brought to you by GEICO. Unbelievably, you could save 15% in 15 minutes or less. If you just go to GEICO.com, you're going to save on your car insurance. It's that simple. Get it done, son. (laughs) All right. um, Bottom line is, there's a lot of talk today. And we had this conversation uh, last night, if you missed us, but we'll briefly do it again. Is that uh, Baker Mayfield's taking all kinds of heat in uh, Cleveland because they've lost a couple games, right? And everybody's saying he's regressed, he sucks, he's this, he's that. They're blaming Freddie Kitchens, terrible play calling. He's not long for this world. I mean, calm down, for God's sakes. I am not in the least bit worried about this guy's game. I think he's got game, and I won't deny he's had a rough start. And um, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the expectations were through the heavens in Cleveland in the offseason. They were the offseason darlings of the NFL. The training camp, uh, biggest story, the biggest hype. They are the betting favorite to, you know, in terms of dollars to go to the Super Bowl. Everybody was on the uh, Browns. And I think that everyone's just, you know, been lit on fire by their uh, assessments and judgments of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, everyone is getting burned uh, by the Browns, and everyone's lofty, absolute, bizarre expectations for a team that's won eight games in three years, right? I mean, bottom line. So uh, they put them in the Super Bowl, and when you don't live up to it, the blame starts real quick. It's like uh, gunfire. You're going to show up with a knife. You know what I mean? The the Great Western Shootout, you're going to show up with a little switchblade? And guys got revolvers in their pants? I mean, honest to God, it's like what's happened. They've, you know, the expectations were set so high, Carver, high for this guy. Now, I don't deny, it was a great line by him shutting down Rex Ryan because Rex Ryan is lucky, if you ask me, that he's even working at ESPN. I mean, his coaching, uh, his that, that tenure was a disaster. But I will give him this. You can say whatever you want about him, but a couple times he made it to the title game. So it's better than most guys. You know, uh, I'll see Freddie Kitchens in an, uh, in an AFC title game, and then you can call me, right? The guy got to two title games. Am I wrong? And First two years there. And his defenses were legit. So I think everything, it's hard to keep up that type of pace, right? All you do is win. So you ask, you know, the Patriots. It's not easy. They make it look easy, but it is not easy going back every single year. I mean, it seems easy for them because they're such an incredible franchise. Let's face facts, whether you like it or not. But everybody else, you notice how hard it is to maintain a lofty, you know, perch atop the NFL. Like, to, to stay king for long is very hard. You know what I mean? To just keep winning, it's it's brutal. So, 
I'm not giving up on this guy at all. I think he can turn it around uh, big time. And, you know, I thought for the most part uh, the Browns played pretty well on Sunday night against a really good team. And, you know, this they're getting these primetime games, Monday night football, Sunday night football. They're in the limelight a lot. And so every mistake is uh, magnified. Uh, the national attention gives you, you know, more magnification of, of the, uh, you know, play. If you're out there making mistakes, everybody now everybody's talking about it. It's not like you're just playing in Cleveland on TV. Uh, you know, you got the national audience devouring you, eating you alive. Because everybody's a genius when they watch an NFL game, right? All these armchair geniuses. Everybody thinks they know everything. I would agree. I heard uh, this guy Marcus Spears talking. That guy talks reality. He was on the air talking about how, you know, if you haven't been in the in the you know Coliseum, if you haven't been in the in the ring, you know, in the war, in the battle, you really don't know anything. I mean, there's some truth to that. I think people can be very smart uh, watching football and, and assessing it and knowing what's going on on a football field. I think, you know, certainly guys like Peter King and others, they know the game really well. There's a lot of guys that know the I think I know the game really well. And I think that, um, you know, the bottom line is, is that um, it's hard to uh, question you know, people that have done it, you know, that have done it successfully, that have been there and, and you know, gone out and done it. So uh, to take heat from people that, that, you know, haven't been there in the in the battles, it, it's, you know, painful. It really is painful to put up with. But I actually think that um, I think they deserve some of what they're getting because of all the hype and all. They were they were selling it, too. Believe me, you. I mean, the Browns were selling. That team was selling that they were the best uh, in the offseason like no other. So was Baker Mayfield. So he's getting a taste of his own medicine now. You lose. If you don't win, they will pile on you like no one's business. I mean, they will do you six ways till Sunday if you're not winning. So I'm not giving up on him. I think the guy actually has talent. And uh, I think they have talent. You can't tell me they don't have talent in that receiving core with Landry and Beckham. Uh, I think it really hurt him to lose Najoku. I really do because he's a huge tight end. Uh, that made plays, and, um, you know, they got rid of Duke Johnson. I, I actually, you know, liked him on that team. You know what I mean? So uh, they're a different team now, and, you know, it's brutal what's, you know, going on right now there, but I, I still think that they can right the ship. I think they have the talent to win games, uh, but I do think the Ravens are, are playing better football than they are right now. Sam in Milwaukee are on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, huge fan of the show, and I just want to thanks, a buddy. Shout out to the huge shout out to the Milwaukee Brewers, and I I totally uh, agree with what you were talking about the Cubs. I mean, Theo, he's done a great job. He got the Cubbies, you know, their World Series. But being a Milwaukee fan, you got to look at it as how awesome is this? The Brewers went back to back, and you look at the things the Cubs did, particularly signing Kimbrel. Um, that was a move that Milwaukee was pointed to make. And, and you also have to look at the payroll. The Cubbies are like number top one or two in the league in terms of payroll. The Brewers are below the league minimum or below the league average. And they're still able to do what they do and really crank it out. I mean, the Cubs losing eight in a row is ridiculous. And everything's lining up for the Brewers to really make a run at this division. And it's really exciting because even though we lost Christian Yelich, which is a huge blow, don't get me wrong. Right. 
Uh, last year, we did not have Yasmani Grandal. We did not have Kessie Hira. The bullpen is cranking away. We have a chance to really take that division and rock and roll with it. So I really want to give you a shout out for, you know, take it to the Cubs a little bit because they have a huge payroll. I'm a Milwaukee fan. I want to see the Cubbies go down. <laughs> and But at the same time, at the same time, I would love to see the Cubbies take St. Louis to town in the next series. So go Brewers. Thank you. There you go. Uh, so, Sam, obviously you've already uh, ruined the Cubs. Uh, you've already finished the Cubs off. Uh, the Brewers are in the playoffs. The Brewers have a chance still to win the division. They're a game and a half out. The Cardinals have the Cubs. Uh, the difference is they got them at Bush, and the Cubs have thrown in the towel. I mean, they are literally just done. They are kaput. I mean, they have been puking in Pittsburgh every night, right? And they just, you know, two weeks ago, they beat the Pirates' ass. They scored about 80 runs against them when they were still in it. The minute they were out of it, they quit. I mean, they are a, I mean, literally a bunch of quitters. I mean, you can't even deny it. No one can argue with me right now at all that the Chicago Cubs have, have literally quit. They're done. Put a fork in them. If they win a game this weekend, I'll keel over. I mean, like I'm betting against them every night and winning money because they've they've quit. You can't even argue it, Carver High. They have what is it nine in a row now? He said eight. Is it eight or nine? I mean, what's the difference? It's eight or nine. It doesn't matter. I, I think that their season ended when Baez got hurt. That, do that do you think that the Cardinals will blow it this weekend and the Brewers will pass them? Because the Brewers have Texas at Texas. I don't see it happening. Uh, it's a game and a half. They have to literally, in my view, they got to win all three. Oh, the the Brewers are at Colorado. Yeah. And then uh, Yankees are at Texas. Oh, the Yankees are at Texas. Uh, the, here's the Cardinals what, uh, host the Cubs. If if the Brewers are you know awake enough to win this game in Cincinnati tomorrow afternoon at twelve thirty, right? And they're only one back going into the weekend, right? I think they could do it because I think they could sweep Colorado. I think they're going to play for it. Because not Colorado only sucks too. Because where is the those Brewers games? Are they in, in Colorado? Oh, of course. But here's the thing. Milwaukee is not – they're going to keep playing the entire weekend because even though they're in the playoffs, they're looking for either A, home field against the Nationals in the one game. Or the division. Or trying to get the division. So they could go and take all three games. I think the Cubs might take a game off the Cardinals this weekend. Cubs are going to win in St. Louis. I think they'll find a way to win a game. Mafia, are you buying that the way the Cubs look right now and the way the Cardinals beat their ass at Wrigley last week? No, I'm not buying that. The Cubs seem to have packed it in, you know – Middle of this month, they were done. They just gave up. I mean, they really They got to have some pride. They got swept by him last weekend. You're not going to have a little pride in St. Louis? There's Come no on. Pride. There's only the Give pride. me the Cardinals in that one Listen, gamer in Washington on Tuesday or whatever it is. The Come pride. On. There's only the pride of the Irish. There's no other. Get the Brewers in that NL Central win. Come I like, on. I want the Brewers to win the division. But uh, it's, you know, very, very difficult. I can't stand the St. Louis Cardinals. I would love it if they yacked this up this weekend. It would be so great if they had to play in Washington on Tuesday night. Grinky has a no-hitter right now in seven and a third. That'll be ending in the next five minutes. How many teams have no-hit the Seattle Mariners this year? I mean, honestly. Seven to nine. Uh, so do you uh, – who wins the Nationals Brewers if it's just a wild card one game? And let's say it's in uh, DC. I mean, it's got to be the Brewers. The Scherzer pitching the game. It's got to be the Brewers. It's going to be the Brewers. Because the Nationals bullpen pitches. sucks. The the Nationals 
never win a big game. They need Scherzer to go the distance. (laughs) That's what they need. Don't let that bullpen near the field. And he won't let him out there probably because you know how he gets on the mound. He never wants to come out of a game. But the, are they gonna? You know, are they saving him for that? I don't know when he last pitched. When when is he up again? Is he scheduled? To I know Strasburg's pitching tomorrow. So that's his last start. And I mean, there's you know Scherzer's gonna go in that game. That's all there is to it. We heard the guy last night telling us it'll be Scherzer and Strasburg. They'll both pitch in the game. It's a one game winner take all. Right now, is you know ESPN has it with the probables from. The way the rotation is gone, he is supposed to pitch Sunday, so they might have to take him out of there. And there's no way, no way he's going to. There's pitch no Sunday. way he's pitching. It's already over. There's no reason to pitch him. He's got to pitch next week. He needs to pitch Tuesday. When I, Tuesday I, night? If I was them, there's no way he's pitching Sunday. I, I, even if they're in a win and host the game situation Sunday, you can't pitch him. You got to pitch him Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, that's not even that. At the, home uh, field. Uh, home field is not he, worth uh, enough to burn him on. Sunday. He's not pitching Sunday. My ass. Okay, know that. That's over. That's done. He's pitching in the game Tuesday. That's when he's pitching. You know what he's doing on Sunday? Throwing long tossing out in the outfield. Angels in the outfield. Is that a top 500 Carver High movie? I mean, not really. probably not. It's not a bad film, but yeah, it it's is. a little... Uh, it really is awful. A little, a little too much. 855-212-4227 is the number to get on the bench. Are you with us tonight from New York? You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. So, uh, as I said last night, I hope that the uh, Padres hire me as their next manager because I feel I could uh, do better than Andy Green uh, with a beer buzz on. You know what I mean? 70 wins. I'm watching them uh, tied with the Dodgers right now. I'm looking at 70 wins. I mean, honestly, look at these teams in baseball. It's so unbelievable. <clears throat> I mean, they're pathetic. So are my Pirates. This will be the last day that I wear my Pirates shirt for the summer. Bringing Hurdle back. Can you even believe that? I like Clint Hurdle, but honestly, it's just gotten worse. Can you worse. really blame it, the manager at this point? It's gotten worse by the year. Can you blame the manager? Yes. Really? Uh, you can blame everyone. That Huntington, Hurdle, it is just not – it is unbelievable. You say it all the time. Is it Clint Hurdle's fault that every time they get a good player, they get rid of him? No, I like Clint Hurdle, but I think it's actually – I'm not blaming him at all. I just think it's it's actually timed. It's run its course. Now, I like him. Do not get me wrong. I, I wish he were winning. But he isn't, and it's just been the same thing over and over for years now. It's and what's t- the, what's the, what, how many wins right now? Six, Sixty-seven. They'll do it again next year. Hurdle. Same Huntington. thing. Same thing. By the by, this by the end of next year, it'll finally be time to get rid of Bell. You know, it'll <laughs> just be honestly, they're gonna win between sixty-seven and seventy-three games again next year. You just know they are. Who are the Pirates adding in the offseason that's gonna get them to boost up from between sixty-seven and seventy-two wins? Christ, if they won eighty, I'd be happy. Seriously. It doesn't necessarily matter who they had because they made a big splash and move and it blew up right in their faces. Archer. Yeah. What a joke he's been there. I hate to say it, but it's so true. He's done absolutely nothing there. And I agree with you that you know, it probably was time to get rid of Hurdle, not necessarily because it's his fault that they lost, but when you have like mo- not just one, but like multiple times that guys are fighting each other in the locker room, that talks to the culture of what's going on in there. It's not just the losing. It's you know his job to control – things like that, and to get everyone on the same page, and there's just something wrong there. 
I think it's just the end of the road. And they obviously don't, but it's, you know, they're, you know, basically backward ass to begin with, aren't they? I mean, they have done nothing but lose, and they spend no money. So blame nutting the owners, blame whoever. But, uh, you know, I, I just, I get it, continuity, I get it, but it's not, you know, it's just not working anymore. So all you're doing is uh, spinning your wheels, uh, you know, it's uh, beating your head against a wall every day, every year, same thing, and expecting a different result than having your, uh, you know, head smashed in, right? I mean, honestly. It's the same monotonous, losing, average, you know, below average, way below average baseball team year after year. I just don't see the point in it anymore. I'll tell you exactly why he's staying. Because what did you just complain about and that people complain about all the time the Pirates do not do as a team? Spend money. They don't spend money. He signed for two more years. They don't want to pay him for him not to coach. Well, they've done that before, but I just think that they don't, um, you know – it's funny to me. They make more money on their TV deal than they spend on the baseball team. You realize that? I mean, they just they they make money on the TV deal in baseball. All these teams do. Well, I mean, they really do because they don't spend a nickel on the team, right? What is it, seventy million dollars, something like that? It's just a joke. It's unbelievable. Richard in Vegas on eleven forty. Hello. Hey, Rich, you're on. How you doing? Scotty. I'm all right, brother. Love the show, man. Thanks, dude. Uh, um, just here in Vegas from Vancouver, British Columbia. I'm a Seahawks fan. Uh, came down here to bet the Seahawks on the weekend. Well, that didn't go so well. So, right, right. <laughs> just uh, wondering, what do you think of our team for the rest of the year? We've got some tough games coming up. Well, I hit the Saints uh, spread in that game for sure. And listen, I, I, think, um, I think with that guy, uh, you know, running your uh, offense, Russell Wilson, that you're, you're, you know, you have a shot every week. I, I like his game, and, I, you know, I think everybody respects what he's done there. I know Pete Carroll loves him, and I think they're always good because of him. Uh, he keeps them in games, and uh, they have a shot, I think, every week to win. So uh, I don't know exactly, uh, you know, the rest of the way. I don't have their uh, schedule in front of me. But, I mean, uh, all I know is I can tell you what it is. Uh, let's see. Here it is. So, in terms of what they have to do now after the loss, uh, I think they can go to Arizona and win this week. They got the Rams in Seattle uh, next week. Then they go to Cleveland. That'll be a tough game. Uh, but I think they can hang with the Browns. Ravens at home. That's a good place to play the Ravens is in your building. They go to Atlanta. I think that could be a problem because I, I think the Falcons only play well when they're at home. And then the Buccaneers, they have at home. I think they'll win that game. And, you know, then they got tough ones in San Francisco, a divisional game, and then at Philly cross country. So those are some brutal games. And then they, you know, down the stretch, they play uh, early December at the Rams, at the Panthers, finish with two games at home. Cardinals and Niners, that might be very advantageous for them at the end of the season, having those last two at home. I think they'll be in it. You know, right now they're trailing the Rams and Niners, so they got their work cut out for them. But I still think they're a decent football team. And uh, anytime you have, you know, like I said, Russell Wilson running things, I, I think you've got a shot. And uh, you know, so far, I mean, he's throwing 71% completion, seven TDs. 
Uh, he's been getting sacked a little bit. I think that's a problem. Uh, their offensive line. I don't think Chris Carson has done anything yet. And uh, except fumble the football. Yeah, he's done plenty of that. But Lockett and you know I, they've got you know the Metcalf more. I, I'm not a big fan of their receivers at this point. Besides Lockett, I think they've lost a lot there. So uh, look, I, th- I think that what you've problem. seen from them so far is what you can probably expect. For the year, they're going to be between seven and nine wins. Seven, eight, nine. I think every game is going to come down to the end. Week one, Bengals at home, went down to the end. Went to Pittsburgh, game went right down to the end. Close games, they're going to be in close and games. And close game of the Saints. They're going to be in close. Well, they kind of got whacked in that game, and they and they made it close. Right. I mean, the Saints. Backdoor. Yeah, they backdoored. But Russell Wilson's going to keep them in every game. Some games they're going to pull them out in the end, like the Cincinnati and Pittsburgh games. Some games they won't, and they're going to finish the year it's nine and seven, eight and eight, seven and nine, right in that mix. Sam in Ohio. Yeah, are you surprised that no one has signed Sam Bradford? And uh, do you think Joe Flacco would look good in a Steelers uniform while Ben is hurt? Yeah, they're not getting Joe Flacco in Pittsburgh. And I think uh, Sam Bradford is so done, it's not even funny. He was done when he was playing. He was terrible. I mean, look, That guy, you know what he is? He's a bank robber. That guy has made more money than God has put on this earth. And he's never done a damn thing in the NFL at all. Zero. And, and it's unbelievable. He is, that guy, I'll bet on Sundays he is cracking a cold beer with his friends and absolutely laughing laughing in his man cave at how much money he fleeced from the NFL and never amounted to a hill of beans. But he's not signed because people got tired of paying him to be on injured reserve. And honestly, Joe Flacco, I mean, you watched the guy play the last three weeks? Joe Flacco. Trust me. You've got a young quarterback that you drafted two years ago, and you get a chance to see him play a little bit sooner than you thought you were going to. So let's get it on. And and that's what it is. That's what you want to they're do. They're not getting a new quarterback in Of course Pittsburgh, they're not. So just stop. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right. Uh, PharrellOnTheBench.com is always striving to be the best, always improving, giving you more. PharrellOnTheBench.com, the best site is getting even better. In mid-October, you're going to freak when you see what I've done to it. Better picks, better choices, better prices. You are going to absolutely love it like fans already do. Every sport, every day, every play that's on the board, we give it to you. All the picks are ranked. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. All my college and pro football picks are up for the week. Go get them while they're hot because I've been on fire. Hide the money from your wife because, believe me, there'll be plenty of it. All righty then. 855 855- Two one two four two two seven to get on the bench. Don't forget, Carver High and I are going to la 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 la, la lipstick city tonight after the show. We're going at uh, like four thirty in the morning. We fly out at like six thirty in the morning, something like that. Uh, we'll be in L.A. Thursday and Friday night. Special edition of Pharrell on the Bench from downtown Los Angeles. Getting ready for the fight. Welterweight Championship of the World. On Saturday night on Fox Pay-Per-View, call your cable operator to order Spence Porter. PBC on Fox. Also on the Fox Sports app. There you go. Carver High's never been to Los Angeles before. He's very excited. Like a kid on Christmas. 
Actually, he's more excited for the Bills-Patriots game, and he has a reservation early Sunday morning to get off the plane and immediately go get ice and beer. Should have just got that, switched my flight directly to Buffalo Sunday morning. Should the red eye right to Buffalo. A little surprised you didn't do that. Then again, you've missed all the Bills games this year that were right next door to you. There's nothing you can say at this point to salvage the failures that you've committed. Reginald in Cleveland on the fan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Phil? Hey, dude. I, I talked to you last week, I believe, about the Browns. Right. Now, we saw what we saw what happened uh, Sunday. What do you think about the coaching staff, the quarterback? I've been talking about it all night. I just I just spent 15 minutes talking about it, so I'll repeat myself in short order. There's nothing wrong with the Browns. Uh, they played a really good team. They played them tough. They lost. They had a chance to win the game. They had a chance to tie it. They had a chance to go to overtime, and they blew it. It's just that simple. Uh, I don't have a problem at all with the co- uh, coaching staff or Baker Mayfield. Uh, I have a problem with fans that think – that you should win every single game and go to the Super Bowl when you can't even win eight games. So uh, you guys hype this team up because you're so drunk and stupid uh, because you think that they – because on paper they're this this gargantuan entity in the world, and they aren't. They have done nothing ever. And everyone needed to calm down a little bit and let that team come into its own. Instead, you put the cart before the horse, and you guys just started talking about championships instead of – Winning games. You guys don't win games, let alone win championships. So I think they need to go at it one game per week and win the game and start winning games. And if they don't win games soon, uh, they're going to find themselves out of the uh, north, and then they'll be playing for wild card. And in my view, they won't get it because there's too many other teams that are going to have a better record than them. Said it all summer long. The expectations were too high. You guys should have started the season with, Let's get the eight wins and see where we're at. Then maybe we could talk about playoffs. Let When we get there, we get to maybe nine, ten wins. Let's start talking about the division. We get in the playoffs, let's talk about winning a round. Let's take the steps. Instead, they went right to the, the Super ladder Bowl. Instead of just skipping five or six steps and going right to the top floor. You guys haven't, I mean, honestly. Who in their right mind would bet on them in a game against the Patriots in a playoff game? No one. Serious. I mean, they'll be 15-point underdogs. So stop. Stop with all that you're winning the Super Bowl nonsense. If you win the Super Bowl, honestly, I'll keel over. I really will. I mean, honestly, I hope you do so I can keel over. Mafia's a big fan of keeling over after he drinks multiple 12% alcohol IPAs. Been known to keel over, even at my house, many occasions. He's keeled over into the pool as well when I used to have one. I was a lot cooler person when I had a pool. Didn't you feel like I had like an animal kingdom type backyard? Yeah, obviously it's a lot better. I mean, you notice I hung out with you a lot more when you had a pool. I noticed you don't hang out with me at all anymore. Well, you know, it's either a free pool in your backyard or a $20 pool at your club. I'm not going to pay that. I just saw Carver High because he doesn't realize that I read minds. He's like, Jesus, I can't believe I have to drive home with him and then spend four days with him for Christ's sakes. I just saw that flash before my face because I'm like... By the way, Carver Hyde, when we go home tonight, I'm going to expose you to The Flash. Have you ever watched The Flash? I have not. Well, you will tonight. So what we have going here is I've now hooked on that show because I was 
Not only did I... From Green Arrow to that? You're going to go through the whole DC universe there? Well, I went through. I did The Boys. I watched the whole thing. I thought it was fantastic. And then uh, now I've gone back to The Flash because uh, Gunner told me it's, it's better than uh, Green Arrow. I'll be the judge of that. And then uh, I started watching it. I thought the first one was good. I'm on like the second or third episode now or something. I've watched maybe two of them. And uh, it's been pretty good so far. And uh, I did see a, a cameo by the Green Arrow in the first episode. So uh, there is a lot of action going on. And uh, I think they're pretty decent. I refuse to watch regular television based on the commercials. Do you remember that clip I used to run on my show that we used to have when we had a 360 and people cared about our show? Uh, the one that was like, it's, uh, it's all these Pharrellian commercials that are driving me nuts. Remember that one, that drop I had? Everything's fine. It's just these. <laughs> anyway, uh, Matt in Erie, PA, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Pharrell, love your show. Thanks for, uh, thanks. Thanks for keeping me up at night. Thanks, Matt. Um, just a quick uh, comment uh, and maybe then a question. You know, I'm a Pirates fan also. Listen to uh, the games uh, in the middle of the century when they were uh, relevant. Right. And, um, you know, I love everything I hear about Clint Hurdle. He's a great guy. Uh, I'm sure players, manager, and all that. Right. Um, but I couldn't help but feel during those seasons that there were times when he was resting good players on Sundays and they would lose these games. And, you know, this when you're battling St. Louis at those times uh, for the division. And, you know, I felt like he sometimes managed them into a – second place finish, which then means you get to go up against the likes of Ariad and Bumgarner uh, in the in the wild card game, which was a losing endeavor for them. Right. Um, you know, so just like to have your thoughts about that, uh, if you felt the same way about Hurdle in those years. Um, but then also, I think this is germane to the conversation about what the Brewers are up against, right? I mean, you know, you, you don't want to be in a one-game a situation against Scherzer, I don't think. So, um, anyways, just like to hear. Yeah, I don't that. believe all that. Uh, I think Scherzer's incredible, but if unless he goes the distance, they're ver- very vulnerable to their bullpen melting down like they've always done. So here's the deal. I I actually thought their bullpen was better when uh, Harper was on that team, right? Didn't they have? I thought a stronger bullpen. And then uh, when remember they had Melanson and and all these guys Doolittle. I just thought they were better then. But uh, as far as Hurdle goes. Uh, giving guys off on Sundays and everything else. I'm not sure any of that's uh, accurate or if it's true or if it's, you know, something that was a pattern or a, a trend or something that, that happened all the time. I don't, I'm not around them that much where every single day. I will say this, though. Um, in honor of you, Matt, uh, I will wear, uh, as I'm wearing my pirate shirt tonight to work, Carver High, I'm going to top that by wearing my new brand new Pirates hoodie that I uh, got when I was in Pittsburgh. Remember when my dad died? In honor of my dad dying, I bought a new Pirates hoodie that I've never broken out yet because it's been 100 degrees here for four months. So I'm breaking out my Pirates hoodie to go to Los Angeles. And now no one in Los Angeles cares about the Pirates, whether they win, lose, or die, But because uh, they're all Dodger fans. Even the Angel fans don't matter. But I'm going to be wearing my Pirates hoodie out to uh, LAX uh, tonight on the flight. And I will wear that and see how many people give me dirty looks. I do think the Pirates are actually uh, in a worse place than they've been in a while. I think that they, you know, they made wild cards and lost twice and won once and then lost in the, uh, you know, playoff round. 
but they haven't even, in my view, since then come close. I think they've actually been regressing and going backwards and and playing on their heels. And uh, it's true what Carver I said. They get rid of every good player they have. I mean, just the fact alone that Garrett Cole is like now God in Houston and, and unhittable is uh, just is just kills me. Tyler Glasnow, they've, you know, and then they ended up keeping uh, Jamison Tyone, whose arm fell off, right? So they literally, uh, they ha- if they didn't have luck at all, they'd have, they, they'd have none, right? They have, like, the worst luck. So I just feel like with their payroll, what it is, and the fact that they have no luck, and then they try to sell this. Uh, I, I love the Pirates, so don't don't misconstrue what I'm saying. But the whole Jolly Roger thing, you know, and just they're always trying to sell you like there's some kind of team. They suck, okay? And it's torture being a Pirate fan uh, because I love them as much as you do. And my whole life I've loved them. And I went to the 71, 79 World Series. I love the Pirates, so... And I always will, but they're just so god awful. It's just so it's so brutal to be a pirate fan. It really is. Now I like going to the games at PNC. I really do. It's a great ballpark. And then God only knows what they'll do to screw that up. Uh, you know, when will they? Uh, when will that place get old? But I, I think it's still a great place to go and watch a baseball game. I love it. It's a great town. It's a great you know city. Great fans. Great people. I think they've got a real, to be honest, a real average baseball fan uh, base there. It's bad. I think it's twenty thousand tops, and you know, roughly fifteen at best go to the games at night. But they got it uh, certainly better than Tampa and, and Miami combined. And there's a lot of teams that I watch, like even Minnesota. Right, I'm watching their games, and there's no one there. And, and they won the division, right? Uh, I'm watching Tampa playing for a wild card, and they're playing important games, and now there's five people in the crowd. Uh, baseball's got a real problem in Florida that they just refuse to acknowledge because they build these Shangri-La billion-dollar baseball stadiums. They're trying to do it again in Tampa, aren't they? Build another one? I would no more give Tampa a baseball stadium than fly a kite right now because they don't know what to do with it. No one there cares about baseball. Don't kid yourself. All those old people don't go to the games. They sit in their air conditioning and watch them on TV at best, right? And it's just not going to change if they build a new stadium. All they have to do is living proof right across the state they can look at the marlins they build a brand new stadium and no one goes ever right no one goes ever it doesn't matter if Derek jeter was the owner or if uh jesus was the owner no one goes they don't care and that's just all there is to it and pittsburgh's no different there people just don't they're like whatever they go to penguin games and steeler games you know and uh right now uh, i don't even think those teams are good so I literally, you know, the the Steelers season's going down the drain. If they, literally, if they don't win, not only do they have to win on Monday night against the Bengals, they have to win by 10 or more. I mean, they really do. They can't win by four. They can't win by three. If they do, they just suck. So they need to finish someone off and play well. Their defense has been okay at best. I thought they played okay. How do you have five turnovers in a football game you don't win the game? Honestly, right? So what what more do you need to know? And the Penguins suck. They uh, got rolled by the Islanders in four straight. It was over before I even uh, got mad. I mean, it was over before I even could get angry. Right? I mean, didn't they lose in overtime the first game? And then it was just over. Right? Wasn't that over? It was over. They died that night. And they have not gotten better. They've gotten worse. So people say, oh, they're better. They got rid of Kessel. Why are they better? What? Because they got this uh, Galchenyuk or this other guy. How about this other guy they got? The the what, what's the guy's name they got that they overpaid for six years? 
Remember they got this uh, player, Brandon Tanev, is that his name? Jesus Christ, I'm better at playing hockey. Honestly, naked hockey, street hockey. Naked street hockey. Mafia, have you signed me up yet for the fall naked street hockey league team in New York? We're not playing this year? No, roster was full. Drag. I did play basketball tonight. I scored 1,000 points. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.